Welcome to the Early Night Show with Anwar Pramanik. Hello and welcome. What an episode this one promises to be. That much I can assure you. And I know that for a fact because I wanted to record this yesterday. But I took a break yesterday so I literally couldn't go to sleep and I didn't um, reward myself with that snicker bar just because I didn't record my podcast so I'm going to take a sip of water cheers to everyone who's joined me and uh, this one's going to be a slightly long one so I'd recommend you get yourself the munchies I'm going to get uh roll up your joint right now take a bong hit right now hit the bed right now whatever it is you want to do or at least use the next 1 minute or 2 minutes that I'm going to be rambling to get that get those things ready bedside chai chillam chapati I just came back from a basketball um, practice did a 100 hoops 100 shots 99% of them missed but at least now I understand why I'm missing those 99% so that's progress probably tomorrow it'll be 98% of them I'll miss then 97 and so on and so forth I I'm going to get directly to the point I love women. I mean not to say that yeah you must be like oh you're a guy of course you love women not that way I mean like there are some people who say I love man united I love gaming I love this I love that for me I love women and I think I've always loved having the presence of a woman in my life always I love the whole the whole dance that you do with a woman you know the whole the whole process that leads to the development of intimacy between me and that woman I love that that whole seduction process you know like that dance between the both of us dance of energies I love how as a man I can experience myself or my masculinity that much better when I'm with a woman I you know I I love the idea that I was born as a man not because i think men are superior or anything like that but that because i was born as a man i can experience the beauty of being of what a woman is from the polar opposite side their energy a woman's energy her desires that automatic caring intrinsically caring nature You know I love how that it always brings out the best in me always it's always inspired me and always given me the space to be the best 
and at the other time at the time you have these extremely negative pessimistic women tied up in their cocoons they don't mean to be they don't mean to be hurtful they don't mean to be they don't mean to be what they are but they are a result of their circumstance so i love the process of dancing with them and unfolding that bullshit out of their lives and that gives me a lot of understanding to unfold my own bullshit now five i think i truly started appreciating women when i met or when i got introduced to this person known as alex lazarev who i've always considered as if i am eklavya he is my dronacharya i'm not the arjuna i'm the eklavya i've never trained with him one on one but i've fed off his information and his life experiences he's untapped that that helpless romantic in me you know like that that lover boy in me he's 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 tapped into that you know like sucked it out of me just watching him hearing him talking to him and he's made me realize that that being with a woman is as much surrendering yourself as it is asking them to surrender to you as much surrendering as much as it is dominating bunch of things that i learned from him that is you can openly talk to any woman out there in the world like we all have this like i'm i'm dedicating this podcast to every guy or every lesbian or every bisexual woman who listens to me this is this is a dedication to you so i want to tell you that till today no one's been able to prove me wrong on this till today and because of that I think I've realized that what I've learned from Sasha is an absolute truth because it's built on life experiences, psychology, spirituality and obviously the the whole uh anthropological side of human development. So one is yeah, first one is that you can openly talk to any woman. Right? They literally want you if you're attractive enough, if you are you don't even have to look like Hrithik Roshan, but if you are well groomed enough they will want you to come and talk to them they want you to say hello to them if you've ever realized that a woman has come standing next to you or she's she's uncomfortable next to you it's because she wants you to break the ice she wants you to say hi what's your name amanvai second thing that he's taught me is that you can directly express your interest in the other woman without having to do any indirect shit like saving her or being a superhero or anything you can just directly be a random guy who walks up to her the understanding is how to be how to not be creepy and how to have a comfortable energy so that she feels comfortable around you if you can master that you can directly talk to any fucking woman out there then is you know how a lot of these hollywood propaganda says that you know women are from men are from ven mars women are from venus they don't understand each other i think it's the exact opposite because we are so distinct we understand each other that much better
and through understanding of behavioral psychology and social dynamics and evolutionary dynamics it's very easy to understand how either sex thinks and i think another thing that he's taught me the fifth thing is that or the fourth thing is that every woman out there every homo heterosexual woman out there i love heterosexual women i'm talking like when i said started this saying i love women i love heterosexual women all heterosexual women are waiting for that right guy they are waiting for that right guy to come and you know ask them out to build a family with to see a future or a vision with them it's this it's the natural evolutionary selection process right the next thing that he taught me is and i usually don't publicly talk about this but it's a fact i mean you there's no one who can deny this and i'm going to tell you exactly why is that women are actually given that at any given point of time if a woman and a man are aroused the woman is more likely to be the woman is likely to be more aroused than the man or the woman is likely to experience intimate physical arousal much more intensely than the man i mean like the tip of the penis right i mean if you think about it it's probably as big as if you take your um index and your middle finger right now and you fold it and you put them together and you fold it right the tip the it's as big as that now the tip of our penis is the most sensitive part of our sexual sex organ apart from the what is that thing called the uh that that thing between the ass and the balls fuck epineum or something like that i forgot what it's called apart from that it's the tip of our penis and the tip of the penis has i think somewhere around 10000 nerve endings somewhere less than that i think i'm not sure then you compare it to a clitoris right and you take your little finger don't fold it just look at the tip of your little finger that's how big the biggest clitoris is so you can imagine how small the smallest clitoris must be right that surface area has somewhere around a million nerve endings it's meant to experience physical sensual pleasure i mean it's it's designed for that purpose so you're telling me that yeah of course while we men have the phallic sexual um organ a small <laughs> just the clitoris itself has probably 10 times more ability to receive pleasure than the entirety of my penis and my balls and this is not even considering the vagina i mean the 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 lips and the pussy and the inside of it i don't care if if this is making people uncomfortable i think the reason i'm fucking doing this podcast is because in the last one and a half years i've become very uncomfortable with my own sexuality and i have no no idea why that's happened i mean i do have an idea of why that's happened but i would not want to talk about that right now because something i'm unfolding myself but before this 
I mean, for the people again, it's I I don't want to brag as much as I do want to brag. But the truth is that I mean, I've got my notebook in front of me, and I was just I mean, for for all of y'all who know, I journal and I and I and I reflect on my thoughts by writing it down. I've got like fifty and forty anecdotes. of different insane dates that i've been on insane experiences that i've had with women of all different age groups different different characters different personalities and at any given point of time right now i still have open love for them there's no hate there's no disrespect there's no disdain i mean i'm pretty sure most 90% of them hate me or don't even remember me or don't want to talk to me anymore but from my, from my end it's still the same amount of love i don't know i said sounds very soppy to say these things but listening to sasha 5 years ago it truly set me on a journey and yeah sure it's going to sound a very very intense things i'm going to talk about in the next 20 35 minutes 20 25 minutes but it's all the truth and i'm doing this more for myself than for anyone else because i think that i've been ashamed of these things i have no idea why i mean yes i do have an idea why it's happened in the last one and a half years and it has absolutely nothing to do with the other person with any other person it has only to do with me so if you're thinking right now some bad breakup or something none of that all my breakups have been beautiful it's been transcendental all of them again at least for me i'm pretty sure the other person's probably not felt the same way but that's another topic <laughs> i mean <laughs> and the best part is like most of the times it's been a it's always been like okay we got to we've got to stop and we realize we don't need to have like a label or anything between us but the moment we meet again it's going to be like we were just in bed yesterday so that's the beauty of it i mean that's what i love the most it feels like just yesterday we were hanging out right and and a lot of these women are like married right now they're literally married <laughs> so that's another weird thing but still like i said open love from my end always anyways now i'm going to just dive into these stories i'm not going to take the names of anyone i'm going to mention a time frame when it happened to me what i was like back then and what a learning was so for all of you gentlemen who have ever asked yourselves can i have a girlfriend can i talk to multiple women am i supposed to have only one girlfriend am i supposed to get married as soon as i meet the woman never have sex with the first never get married to the first woman you have sex with I'll repeat that again. Never get married to the first woman you have sex with, and always remember that if you think you've met the one, there's another woman out there who far surpasses this woman in those same things that make you consider her the one. There's eight billion people on this planet. Eight billion. On an average, most of us meet maybe two thousand of them. So 
don't let anyone ever tell you that you need to have a relationship only in one way like you know boyfriend girlfriend has to go to marriage has to have kids blah 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 blah, blah. don't let ever anyone ever tell you that explore your relationships in your own way boy girl doesn't matter who you are so the two things that used to really make me very afraid of talking to women is i had this fear of being rejected you know i'll talk to them nicely and they will like, fuck off this <laughs> and the second thing is that i feel like i'm not as good looking as a lot of men that i know two things that really fuck with me but despite this all thanks to sasha you know to be able to alex his other name is sasha i mean alex is the american anglicized version version of sasha which is a russian name um so yeah uh things that sasha taught me have made me realize that you know seduction it's not just you go to a nightclub and you see a woman and you get her into bed or take her to bed it's you're at the you're at the airport and at the ticket counter there's a lady how do you talk to her and make sure that you probably get 10 kg like 2 kgs of extra baggage or maybe you get a free meal or in the flight or maybe you get an upgrade that is also seduction or how do you make sure that you get the seat that you want even though she's not giving anyone else you know like a woman in any situation without it getting even sexual as long as you're able to show her your side of the story and influence her to do something that you'd like again it has to be nothing sexual nothing physical nothing intimate nothing romantic it can even be a librarian who's not giving you a book but you convince her please i've fucking come from mg road like you know it's 40 kilometers away by myself my parents don't know i'm here i've come just to take this magazine please give it to me please give me that and then you get it and or something as simple as you know going to a bakery and asking the lady where she gets her cheesecake and for going to the source of that cheesecake because of the way you talk to her all of this is seduction but i'm going to quite specifically talk about the romantic sexual and intimate seductions that i've had all the women without taking names so that if you're listening to this a lot of you do listen to this uh, i've seen your i've seen your views on my stories if you are listening to this then i hope you're well <laughs> i really do anyways first one that i'm going to talk about is i still remember in the just when i was 9 just starting off with this whole seduction pickup thing i was in kamnali i think or brigade road i don't remember where this is i'm walking and this beautiful european lady in a black salwar kameez passes by i know she's european for a fact cuz you look at a baltic woman like a ukrainian baltic woman and you know that's like her i walked for like 2 minutes and i'm like fuck i want to just go talk to her you know like say hi i literally jog back see her and I go and I talk to her and I say hi name's Anvan this was when I was starting out I had no idea of dynamics how to build situation actually nothing none of these things I didn't have any game but the reason I still remember this is because of the fucking balls it took for me to do that in front of everyone can you imagine There's a bunch of people and then getting rejected like her walking off 
the reason i remember this is because i think it's after that i realized it's these moments that make you really amazing i mean as a person it makes you really really unafraid of doing whatever the fuck you know second one was i remember i was with my friend preetam in the bus volvo normal bmtc bus going somewhere and this cute girl gets in from the from the, you know the ladies compartment in front immediately i get up from my seat to walk and i start chatting her up and i think she freaked out a little bit cuz you know there were a bunch of women around and i'm like hi what's your name my name is anwar i saw you getting up again this was the beginning when i had absolutely no game then i realized you know it was understanding what the fuck situation you were in same i've had another situation with another lady uh in the bus maybe this is 3 years after maybe 2 years after she's gotten married recently uh and she was a stylist i think stylist or something like that i still remember I'm, it's the volvo bus you know and you know the volvo has this middle section she was standing there super fucking crowded okay and i'm standing in the aisle behind you know i'm standing there cuz fucking crowded i look at her we making eye contact for like one good two minutes she's fucking like looking at me like you know like it was the it felt really good like it really made me feel like like a lion you know i she looked like felt like a lioness i felt like a lion and i want to eat her up <laughs> anyway so i still remember this i looked at her pritam will pritam knows this i used to be my technique i'd look at them with my finger i pointed at them with my finger and then you know like i'll call them with my you know like idhar aao kind of a finger gesture i would do they would freak out you know like what the fuck you literally calling me and i'm like yeah come she came and we were talking for like a good 15 20 minutes um and best part is she told me then that she that i was in the bus with her the previous day and she got off and like one stop before me but when i walked down to my apartment she was with her dad in a scooter and they they passed by me and she was checking me out so see the difference in game right we hung out like 3 4 times after that this difference in game you see right first time in the bus i didn't have absolutely any idea how to make a girl feel comfortable yeah obviously in this case she was a little bit more brazen so it worked out third one is i think the next one is one of my favorites this is a story of um of this one time i was uh, uh we were having a class meeting a college reunion kind of a thing at a restaurant in what is that road opposite bishop cotton girls back wall i forgot what that is infantry or whatever fucking road that is so me and a friend of mine we were before we went to that restaurant we thought we'll take a walk and we'd go to another cafe and meet the owner of the cafe who was a friend much older lady sidewalk cafe i think that's the name of that cafe So we go to sidewalk. The lady is not there. So I'm like, dude, I want to use the restroom. Come, let's go use the restroom and like just freshen up before our party. So we go up. As I go up, I see this skinny blonde chick. Fuck, like she looked like a proper, you know, one of those uh, Levi's mo- magazine models. You know, like Indian girl, the brown skin. She stunning. She looked like a piece of, you know, like when you order a thick shake. 
they top that off with like this piece of ferrero rocher and that's that's the piece of that's what makes you look at it and you're like oh, i want to devour it she looked like that she looked really tasty so the next thing that i did is i just just went and i sat down on the chair next to her and i started talking i'm like i still remember I, i remember telling her you know the moment i look at you i feel extreme extreme intimacy and arousal but at the same time i feel extreme pain and sadness because when i look at your body i feel great but when i look at your eyes i feel fucked up for some reason she didn't talk she didn't look back at me and my friend adi was with me adi you'll remember this one <laughs> uh she was there and um, we were talking we were talking we were talking we were talking and then adi comes out of the washroom he's like macha done no like, no no carry on you go i'll see you there and then she this this lady she wasn't giving me a, a lot of um she wasn't reciprocating my energy you know she was talking to me yeah but i'm like cool maybe she's not interested in me at all so i take a fry and a chip and i walk away then we are having the class reunion i think two or one hour one and a half hours go by and i'm sitting this was a cafe in that same sidewalk road which was downstairs i don't forgot the name some turbi farzi i forgot the name dude ages ago so i still remember i'm sitting on a table which is looking at the entrance the stairs that comes down and i see her fucking walk and down and she walks towards me that my table and she goes you should try the cheesecake here it's really nice I don't know maybe I was too egotistic maybe I don't know what the fuck feeling I'm like cool it didn't give her any attention and she walked off but all my friends are looking at me like you loser go fucking talk to her dad hey and I'm like no I don't want to talk to her no I don't want to talk to her she's not my type whatever for the next one month I think all this is when I was still in college I think I don't remember okay when this was Every single one of my college mates started calling her Blondie, and they they knew that the next day it, it struck me that fuck macha this chick made the effort to come and talk to me and I gave her the cold shoulder. I should have hung out with her. Maybe I should have told my friends, guy, bye, guys, taken her out and like made sweet sweet love with that cheesecake man. I mean her and that cheesecake, you know, like drizzled it all over her. Hey, you just forget into that. So this I call you a blondie, and I, I was so depressed for a month. I think two months. I was so depressed. I was like, shit. <laughs> then a month later, I'm browsing my Instagram, and a friend of mine, his feed shows up, and I drop my phone and I scream because in that feed, it's him and it's her and. for that entire month i spent so much time looking for her <laughs> oh man not in a creepy way maybe it might have been a little creepy but fuck i knew it that if we'd meet again it would have been it would just rock out but we never did uh never worked out uh, i think i connected with her but over chat i suck at chatting and talking to people on chat cuz I'm feeling 50 things and my I can chat only like half a thing. So I hate chatting anyways. Didn't work out. She was amazing. Sending you all all my love. Uh if you're listening to this or if you're out there by yourself, I know you've been through a lot of shit. I really 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 just hope what's best for you. 
Next one is um, fuck. I can't believe it. I've got to go through forty of these. <laughs> Maybe I should make this a two-part one. Maybe a two-part podcast. I think that would make a lot of sense. So I'm gonna go through five more, ten more, and then the next one is just gonna jump through. I'm not gonna give an introduction or anything. I'm just gonna go through each of them. The next one is my first and. my first fuck buddy in life she was much older than me when i was in college she was doing her masters i lived very far off that's the only reason we met maybe thrice or four times in in maybe once in two months as i i guess how much we'd meet and i lost my septum piercing also at her place while i was with her <laughs> doing exactly what you guys are thinking about <laughs> so i still remember how i met her was um we connected over a band a, bom- a bombay based band she was i think a groupie i'm not sure i don't want to judge but i think she was a groupie at that point of time and i was also a metalhead guitar player at that point of time and she just moved to bomb bangalore from bombay she thought you know like I'm part of the scene and stuff like that. I still remember I was playing a gig with my band at Garage Jam. There were like a lot of fucking people for that gig. You know that was the best gig that we've had. You know Gaurav Basu showed up. I still remember this. The Inner Sanctum guys had shown up. Um, the Gin and Miskatonic guys had shown up. Uh, the Dwesha guys had shown up. Fuck for our gig. Can you imagine that? And I still remember she came and she brought one of her, I think, roomies or something along. And the the whole plan was to take me back home and have like a fatal, like a like a devil's no devil's three, a, tri- a tricycle basically. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So yeah, I still remember it was it was an amazing time with her. I think she's moved abroad somewhere now, and I. she's not married for all I know what I know next one is another beautiful beautiful lady i met who i connected in terms of my soul in uh, by one of my first organizations uh we went to a date to a metal gig i still remember this one we went to metal gig saw the gig she was christian and we went to see us like a death metal band full satanic imagery she fucked her fucked with her head and then at the end of the gig we went and we hung out outside you know 3 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning we were hanging out outside the levi store in indranagar sitting outside the stairs talking about like god knows what what not she's begin to traveling and then it's like she's like, i want to go home i'm like cool carry on books and like gets an auto no there's no booking and all back then gets an auto and she's like come home with me <laughs> the face palm moment cuz i was like no no you carry on i'll see you i'll see you in the office and she's giving me a look like what the fuck and i'm like yeah yeah carry on <laughs> <coughs> this was during the beginning days so i still remember i'm going back home and as i'm going back home i'm like why didn't she come home with me You know, I'm I'm stuck in that. You know, like why didn't she come home with me? What did I do wrong? And then 
you know like this voice from inside you know shansha voice you fucking idiot she called you home <laughs> oh she did speak she did speak to me after that i can tell you that she did but if you're listening to this nan i used to call her nan to make to teaser she was listening to this i hope you so i hope you're really doing well i think i'm going to i'm going to stop right here and use the next episode to just talk about these anecdotes and a few philosophies or maybe i can do like five more yeah let me do five more i'm in totally in the zone right now i'll do five more the next the next lady i i remember meeting her at a barbecue i hosted at my place another friend she'd brought her over and dude we we made such a crazy connection like she was a big fan of krishna and at that point of time i was exploring the krishna consciousness and the pleiadian consciousness and in you know, the cosmic dna and stuff like that so i connected with her on that level you know like i used to think of myself as krishna <laughs> and i she was like radha type <laughs> radha ke sena jale radha ke sena jale इसलिए राधा चले इसलिए राधा चले इसलिए राधा चले आई शुड रिमेंबर इट डेंट वर्क आउट बिकॉज आई डेंट आस्क अर आउट एंड टेल आई वॉन्ट यू टू बी माई गर्ल फ्रेंड आई शुड हैव आई डिली आई शुड हैव टोल्ड यू नो लाइक आई वॉन्ट यू टू बी माइंड फॉर अ वाइल फॉर एज लॉन्ग एज वी कैन एक्सप्लोर इच अदर आई वॉन्ट यू टू बी माइंड शुड हैव डन दैट बिकॉज आई रिमेंबर दैट it was a it was a very strong bond like what i'd felt <sighs> something else it was amazing i still remember she came for another house party after that we were on the terrace cuddling cold as fuck on the floor it was great this great yeah didn't work out unfortunately and this lady and the blondy lady have the same first name both of them are super skinny and dark skin not dark skin but brown skin delicious brown skin the next two are my crushes from school my first crush fifth grade she was only in my school till fifth grade till today i've not been able to find her anywhere online it's almost as if she never existed but i know she did cuz she had best friends and i'm in touch with her best friends and her best friends have said yeah she existed i mean her best friends from then um sure my first crush and i for some reason until i don't think i'm going to get closure on this one it's going to haunt me till the day i die i know for a fact cuz i'm 25 now this happened when i was 9 when i was 8 that's 12 16 17 years ago i think my math sucks 17 years ago i think Yeah, it was it was twenty four. Yeah, seventeen years ago. But I still remember her face super clearly in my face, in my in front of me. Like you know, she had this diamond face, super fucking skinny eyebrows, short hair, bob cut, and I think she was from Singapore. Anyways, then another another crush I had in eighth grade. Oh man, she was one of the, probably the strongest crushes I've had as a young as a young person. 
in school probably the strong strongest crush i've had in school uh even even my even the girlfriend i had in ninth grade i didn't have so much of a strong <laughs> thing with but yeah anyways um um i still remember it didn't work out i have no i i was also not very self confident at point of time so it was if i look back right now i think it's because of that that thing came out as a little desperate from my end not judging myself as a kid i mean i was a fucking kid dude i would no shit but if i but now that i do no shit ideally i think it became a little desperate from my end but yeah still it's still very strong i mean the lady is married and all but whatever i'm not the kind of guy you know who would break marriages up but like i told you in the beginning it doesn't matter dude who the fuck it is where she is dead alive that that feeling remains right but in tomorrow's episode i will talk a little bit more about you must be like oh bro if you had feelings for everyone it was so strong then why aren't they your girlfriend still and i'll get to that in tomorrow's continuity the next lady is this amazing she was this pataka dude like like a firecracker and we've had some we had some we had a great like i would say I, we had a great time and i'm pretty sure she would absolutely agree with it because i was i was probably her second boyfriend and much older like 3 years 4 years older to her at that point of time it wasn't i was in 11th amazing it was an amazing time she was amazing she was um very in touch with her her desires which is what i really really respected about her most most people would tell themselves i don't have that feeling but she was very much in touch with that and even today the whole breakup i didn't handle the breakup very well she called me up and she was like dude my dad found out about us and he wants me to break up and i said okay i should have dealt with that. i should have been like fuck your dad screw that piece of shit your mind but then again i was i didn't know better this was before i started pick up learning game so <laughs> i i don't blame myself at all but it was a really strong feeling for her and it was definitely definitely she went she went to great lengths to meet me even though her parents were absolute fucking like you know like nazi like nazi level assholes dude i think there's so many stories <laughs> like i've lost energy <laughs> there's another one um 11th and 12th grade i remember dating one of my juniors uh 12th grade dating dating one of my juniors and then breaking up with her because one of my one of my batchmates who I had a big crush on she started liking me and she was the one I had the original crush on so <laughs> so yeah that was something that happened my 12th grade she was my girlfriend in 12th grade you know the lady I was dating after she was we may not have connected on a philosophical level or on a vision level or on a spiritual level but we connected on an intimate level like crazy so yeah that was great it was a great it was a great relationship 
Then I remember in twelfth grade again. Just after again, I I broke up with that lady in twelfth, because boards people wanted to focus on boards and stuff. <laughs> and the best part is I met this lady much after. Uh, I think three years after. Uh, she she lived quite close to my home, and next to her home was this place, this function hall that my family used to go to. So one day, I used to take the shortcut from home to go to that function hall, and I'm going to this function hall. And there's this there's this sweet shop, and I see this lady walking up, and I'm like, dude, this reminds me of that lady, my girlfriend from twelfth grade. And she the sweet shop was basically like it's on the ground floor. The sweet shop's on the first floor. We're on the ground floor, and the staircase is. Like it's facing me, so whoever's climbing up the staircase has to face me. So this lady was walking towards the staircase. As she turned around to climb up, I'm like, "It's her." <laughs> she looked much older. She looked like ten years older. I think because she was doing a very difficult curriculum, so I can imagine the toll it must have taken. And her, she was going through a bad time with her parents as well, so I can understand. And I just went and gave her a hug in that sweet shop, and she was so freaked out. She was frozen. She was like, <gasps> "I still remember that. It's beautiful." Apart from this, there was another lady who I dated. You know, after I broke up with that girlfriend of mine, she was in not dated. Okay, I, I wouldn't. I didn't date her at all. But we had a small fling going on for like I think a month, maybe two months. um she was in another school she came to my school and she saw me play enter sandman and i was on bass and singing it was an amazing gig uh, pratik and abhishek if you boys sang it <laughs> and me fucking killed it on stage that day ding ding do do ding 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 do do ding 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 do do ding that was my baseline i still remember it so yeah this lady um basically i was in the canteen and i remember one of the juniors came up one very young guy chap came up to me and he's like bro there's this girl who wants to talk to you and i look and she's standing there and i'm like okay you can ask her to come talk to me and she's like no no she wants to come you to come talk to her and i said Ar- arpit that's not happening <laughs> I was buying buying an ice cream at that point of time. I gave her gave him the ice cream. I'm like, bro, give it to her. Tell her I said hi. And then I walked away. And then we connect. Like that day, she was it was very off, shy and awkward. She was, but we connected over chat, and she came home, and we had an amazing session together. And even now, I think we just reconnected a while back. It was good. But then again, it was more of a. You know, when we meet, it's going to be great. But we know for a fact we're not meant for each other. you know last one last one <laughs> last one for this night um this was in college again before my game and stuff like that and i wasn't very well groomed in college i had this long bushy hair fat i was really fat and stuff see how i judge myself right how i judge myself for that one set it's fuck <laughs> Anyway, I still remember this is one session. I'm, we're all sitting um, randomly. Uh, as the juniors, my batch juniors are giving a some demonstration or presentation. I'm tired of chatting with a friend, and suddenly I hear my name. I look up and there's this lady, 
uh, one of my juniors, she's there, and she calls me on stage and she gives me a rose, and I start I, I start blushing, I start freaking out. After I after I dropped out, once I went to college again, just to I think talk to my chodi, and I met this lady again there, and I'm like, come, let's go for a walk. Went for a walk. We went to Fanu's. We had beef, and in the entire conversation. Again, not to judge her, right? I was big into her, right? But I didn't know what the fuck. How do you escalate? How do you tell someone? You know, like this is before Sasha, so you can imagine before Alex. So I didn't know how to escalate, how to like convert, how to tell her. You know, like I fucking like you. I was take her to Fanu's. We order food, and throughout the entire conversation, you know, I'm asking her where do you stay, and she's telling me I stay alone. I stay at home. My parents, my dad's got me a place. It's close by. We can go. And she was way older to me. I was nineteen or. 18 at that point of 18 or 19 she was like 22 23 much after right like maybe 2 years after when i started following her on instagram she was a a, a budua a budua model i'm not sure if i'm saying that word right but she was a budua model like a proper like like a goddess and i'm seeing that i'm seeing that and i'm like She had a crush on me. <laughs> oh my god! She she also I think just got married recently, um, in another country. And I was like, "Fuck, this happened." So it's another one of my big regrets, you know. Like, it would have been it would have been absolutely fantastic. I I can already tell you. And in this situation, I can't say you know I love this woman. Same feelings because it I didn't know, but. It was great. It was it was a life. It it taught me a lot. You know, like I was telling you, five things that Sasha Sasha taught me. You know that women are horny as well. I knew it. Like again, dude, it's not like if you're horny, you're a less competent human being or a less of a human being. In fact, if you're horny, you are more of a human being than the people who say I'm not horny. They were born because their mom and dad were horny. <laughs> their mom and dad were born because their mom and dad were horny. <laughs> so anyway i think we have just reached 11 there's 39 29 more to go which we will do tomorrow i really hope you've had fun with this one this is me just letting loose being myself being open and honest because this is who i was and this is who i am and this is who i have been telling myself for the last one and a half year that i'm not even though this is who i am at my core we're going to continue this one tomorrow i hope this was an exciting podcast cuz for me it's really difficult for me to keep a calm controlled energies in this one i was just I would like to thank you for staying with me for so far for so long girl boy it doesn't matter who you are what i want to tell you is it's it's in our dna to experience love with the sex the, the gender or the sexual orientation that we are attracted to homosexual heterosexual transsexual doesn't matter we are it's a human it's in our human dna to be 
to share intimacy with the other person to have a life partner to grow with the other gender it's our it's our human it's in our dna to do that so if anyone has ever told you otherwise and i'm telling this to myself anwar if you're listening to this podcast ever again maybe a year from now maybe two years from now i want you to remember even maybe two weeks three months from now i want you to remember bro and to the other men and women who are listening to this i want you to remember that there's no one who can decide how we want to experience love and with whom we want to experience love and how we go about doing it as well as long as the other person's consenting and as long as you understand the other person it's it's all fair and the other person wants it 10 times more than you do remember that i'm going to call it a night here thank you so much for joining me i've got a lot of work to finish that's the only reason i want to call it a night otherwise i would have done it a one full podcast um thank you so much for joining me um i hope you're cuddling with someone right now or i hope this has made you realize that life is the best the greatest high that we can have is cuddling with some sense of touching the skin with someone else oof it's nothing like it anyways thank you for joining me have a great good night ahead sleep tight this is anwar pramanik signing off for another episode of early nights with anwar pramanik